0: Well, thanks everyone for joining us. This is our celebration and trophy presentation from the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge 2016, our inaugural event. And what we've done is we've assembled all the challengers on one gigantic Skype call. (laughs) We'll see how this goes. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to celebrate a little bit. We're going to announce the trophy, or we're going to announce the winner here in a second. I'm going to show the trophy to the guys on video. I'm not 100% sure how that's going to translate to audio, but this video will later be available on YouTube, but for now we're just using it to unveil the trophy. So we'll give a quick little background on the challenge for everyone. This was a sort of a friendly challenge, if you will, set out by uh, three different podcasts, so Loud Pipes, which is what I'm from, and we have Ted from The Motorcycle Man, who will do introductions here in a second, and we also have The Throttled Podcast. So. Just to start off the introductions, my name is Rich Warfield. I'm one of three on the Loud Pipes podcast, and we were also the administrators of this challenge, and I will let John and Rico introduce themselves. So, John?
1: Hey, I'm John Marico. Um, I'm a technical director slash co-host for Loud Pipes, and kind uh, of the stat collector for the challenge. So,
0: Yes, can't thank you enough. Couldn't have done it without John. I, I leaned on him pretty heavy, so... Rico,
1: my friend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hello, everybody.
1: Yo, Rico.
3: <laughs> the sauce already.
2: I know, right? So, yeah. So, I'm Rico Suave, of course, from Loud Pipes, and I'm the co-host of this enterprise, and I'm here to celebrate the winter of the trophy.
3: Oh, Ted, save us. Hey, this is Ted Keller. I'm from the Motorcycle Men Podcast. I am here representing uh, my team. Uh, Tim, my brother, and Chris, my other brother, are not able to join us this evening, so I am representing the house. Awesome. It's all the saving I can do, bro. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Awesome. Welcome, Mr. McKinney. My name is Kevin McKinney. I'm the host of the Throttle Podcast and uh, had a good time on this. It was a good, good competition.
5: Very nice. And your co-host is on as well, right? That's right. That's right. I'm Larry Lanes, and I uh, co-host with Kevin on the Throttle Podcast, and I'm really looking forward to finding out what's going to be the uh, prize here.
0: Oh, you guys are going to love it. So, yeah, without further ado, let me roll this video. Um, I will share the screen. Let me make sure this works.
3: Oh, something's happening. Yep, so,
0: Something should be happening. One second
3: more gerbils
0: please (laughs) all right well you should get the audio anyway so let me go ahead and and roll the video and just let me know if it's too loud i'll turn it down well here we are at the conclusion of the motorcycle podcasters challenge 2016 the inaugural event and i don't know about you buddy but
1: Tired of riding. It's been yeah, a yeah, it's been a long time, man. My ass is tired, wore out. Man, how many miles did you vlogged this month, man? Two thousand or so. I, I lost count, but we're kind of out of it, which we'll get to in a minute. So. Yeah, yeah, I did about twenty four hundred, and uh, you know, I had to have my bike service. Did you have to have some work done too?
0: Me too. I was overdue, so into the shop she went. Oh,
1: oil man. and all that. I wonder if the other guys had to have anything done. Well, some of them didn't because we know they just kept on riding and riding. Right there. There's some that didn't even figure out how to. Some of them are still trying to figure out how to walk the So Yeah, better luck next year. Yeah, better luck. We got new channels So shall we show what the trophy looks like, my friend? Hardware. <laughs> Let's introduce the
0: Motorcycle
1: Podcasters Challenge trophy. Whoa! There it is, gentlemen. <laughs> look
5: at that! <laughs> oh, so, guys,
1: give you a little tidbit about the trophy. The piston, so the rods are from a 1961 panhead uh, motorcycle, Harley motorcycle, and the pistons themselves are from a 74 Seven cubic four cubic, cubic inch panhead. Uh, we can tell you that the rods, if you when you see it in person, you'll see they are a little burnt. It did seize up on the rider at about uh, while he's going down the highway, and there's a stator connected, welded together, unknown source, unknown source, all put together. Um, We want to thank the people that have donated the parts to us and done the work on this trophy. They've done an awesome job. And uh, to congratulate the team, we shall announce that, if you look on the side, the plaque is engraved. Thank you. Throttle Podcast has initially won the challenge. Oh, yeah. Champion. And as we said,
0: this is a perpetual trophy. So the next winner will go under throttle, and we'll just keep going. we fill that plaque, we'll roll it around and put some more on the backside.
1: Yep. So there you guys go. Hope you guys enjoy it. Probably not show as Rich will tell you, it does not show what it really looks like in person. person. Yep. So enjoy guys. Oh wait, one more
0: thing. Throttle. You you gotta come pick it up. not we'll, we'll <laughs> see <say> any GPS <laughs> coordinates, but. yeah, let's get out of here. Let's, let's get out of here this in here.
5: Yeah. yeah. Good Good it's beautiful. Alright, way to go guys. Fantastic. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, hang
4: on.
0: Uh, that's what you can do when you don't work
5: wait a minute If, if they left who was taking the picture
0: hmm that would be john's lovely wife natalie who i can't thank enough she does so much for us in the backside or sorry in the background um from yes. Yeah, <laughs> slip from the you know, from our logo to just creative ideas and art and just anything I want to bounce off of her. She's always there to give us an idea or a swift kick in the ass if we need that too. So a big round of applause to Natalie and John. They put the trophy together.
3: Right, guys. With okay, some there you
0: go. with some donated parts. So that's
5: awesome. Hey guys, that that trophy is outstanding. Uh, Thanks, Larry. I, I hope
1: you guys really enjoy it. It's it's a pretty you won't, you'll be amazed what it came from. And it, we did find, talk to the owner of the parts and I am exactly true where it came from. And we got some history on it. So it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. He told us the story of how those, those pistons got hot and locked up on him. It was just fantastic sitting down, listening to this guy talk about it. And he's got a whole bunch of old bikes, some stuff we may talk about in the future, but really cool, really cool guy to get parts from.
5: Yeah, that's great.
0: So yes, congratulations, Throttle! You creamed us, and it well, it wasn't did, even close.
5: Do, did, do you have do you have do you have numbers? What what, what were the numbers? Yeah, I'm we
1: curious. got the numbers. So, so
5: oh, good. Start. Let's do the numbers.
1: All right, you want to go start with the lowest? Or you want to go to the highest?
5: Oh, lowest first, absolutely. Oh, lowest first. Absolutely. Lowest first, lowest first. <laughs> All right. So, so bottom ten, of the pool there?
1: It is, is it Tim at one hundred sixty one miles and got us four, got you guys fourteen points.
3: Okay, hold on, hold, let me write this down. Hold on.
1: <laughs> These are, this is, I've done it by individual. Now I'll give you by team stats.
3: Well, okay. Tim got 161
1: miles. 64 miles. 164
3: <laughs> miles, right?
1: Okay, yep, good. Tim got 14 points. Crazy, man. Crazy, man. Chris got 641 miles and got 42 points. Okay. Ted, you got 642. Oh, jeez, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> with, with 58 points. Oh god, <laughs> Rich, you rolled in at sixteen eighty eight with one hundred sixty one points. Wow, sixteen hundred. That's not bad.
5: Not bad. John at all. got
1: John got twenty five seventy three. Wow, <laughs> two hundred and three two hundred and three points. Wow, John, John you, you've
5: been making you've been making up a lost time.
1: Uh, no, I haven't. Larry, you got twenty seven oh nine. Wow. And 205 points. Kevin, you rolled in at 278. Or 2778, sorry. And 220 points. So Kevin got more miles than Larry?
5: I can't he believe did, that.
1: He did yeah. by uh, 60, no, wow.
2: 69
1: miles. I knew you know, I should have done that know, ride.
4: a FZ <laughs> greatly helped. With the motivation factor for long weekend rides, we went out. I'm pretty sure the last three weekends in a row, and and clocked 150 miles in, in that day uh, almost every single time. So that that really helped, and then I was able to to fill in the other miles with work and just other long trips I was making. I went up to my in-laws' house, uh, and I, I the way I rode that ride was a ride up there was one ride, and the ride back. Both of those were right at like 155, 160. So. All those full, full point uh, spreads really helped out. Yeah, we, we like I said on, I think, our
0: last episode, we tried to make a run because John and I kind of figured we're like, okay, there's like 10 days left. If we just go and max it out, we kind of have a chance. And we, but we got to gain a few points every day. And as soon as we turned up the wick, you guys just countered, and we were like, ah, this, this is useless.
4: <laughs> you did that the first day. Larry and I recorded, and after recording, I was talking to Larry, and I was like, Larry, they're going to make a run. <laughs> you need to shut them down. <laughs> we literally went out the next day, and both of us did a full ride. And then suddenly, your number started going down <laughs> again. So, yep. um, And we, we just kept it on because, you know, we the problem is, is the little emails we were getting from Eat Sleep Ride. We didn't really know because I knew for myself at the end there, they weren't very accurate. Um right.
0: Yeah, yeah, John kept adding points and and making adjustments and yeah, not to get too much in lessons learned, but that's another thing for next year is a a better way to provide a status.
4: Yeah. And that was just while we kept kind of the the pedal down there is because we really didn't know where you guys were at.
0: So, well, what the final spread was what John 30 points?
1: Uh, so, so total points, if you went by divided up, it's, uh, Throttle, you got, or Motorcycle Man, you had 38 points divided between the three of you guys. So you guys were 144 points back, uh, divided. Uh, loud Price was 182 and we were 30.5 points between the two of us divided behind. So Throttle, you guys came in at 212.5 if you, by dividing it. So. Yeah, points divided by two. Yep.
5: So, so, so that sounds like it was, it was pretty close. Ooh. No, it was not. No, not really. Thirty <laughs> points, no.
1: No, no, no. Thirty point? points. No. So so thirty points is Rich and I had a gain on you guys by thirty points each. Ah. So it was sixty-one points you guys.
2: Yeah.
1: That's that's where it came into play. Um we had to middle of last week. You guys pretty much had if you guys stopped riding last Wednesday, we'd had to ride every day pretty much max out.
0: Yeah. We still would have been one point short if we maxed for the remainder of the challenge and you guys just stopped riding. I think we were still one point short.
5: Oh, that's funny because, because that's what I was speculating with Kevin about, whether or not that was the case, because you guys were seemed to be conceding last week, and I thought that must be because you, you couldn't make it up even if you were uh, maxed out.
0: Yeah, right. and Kev, Kevin reached out. He's like, are you guys done? I'm like, yeah, I think so.
3: <laughs> it's, like,
0: <laughs> uh, it's like, I'm like, we got big miles coming up like Sunday, Monday, maybe Tuesday, but I'm like, ah, I think we're done. <laughs>
5: Yeah, but I heard, I, I heard the think, and I figured we can't relax.
4: No. Yeah, Larry, would, Larry was keep on riding. He, he was trying to get me going, and I knew the last two days I wouldn't be able to just because I had family commitments that required me to be on four wheels. And so I was like, well, seems like we've got it, and Larry, I know, kept riding. So uh, well, well, here's
0: what really tells the story. So the number one goal of the challenge was to get people to ride every day. Nuts. That happened. And That's- Kevin, with the exception of the last of the 30th and the 31st rode every day logged at least 5 points and Larry i think only missed one single day in the whole challenge. Nope.
1: There's there's two. Two. Well what in one
0: one day he rode but he had 12 miles so he didn't get yeah. points but he yeah. still did so ride.
1: The 5th yeah. and the 7th there Larry. Ah, darn. <laughs> like, it's okay. But then uh you know if you go back to it i missed four two days i was on vacation and the, the here at the end i just kind of like I was was done tuckered out.
0: Yeah, and, and work, rich- work kind of killed me with those three days in a row. So we we figured it up, Kevin. When we were at when we were halfway, we looked at the spread, and the spread was exactly the days we were out. So after John came back, like right around the twentieth, we were like, "That's just too much to overcome. It's it's too far gone."
3: So you are saying it was done? Like you guys were done halfway through the challenge?
0: Well, maybe around the twentieth. 21st, we kind of realized this is just not going to happen because of the number of days where we had zero. The zeros are the ones that really killed, you know, even getting the 25, and I think Larry even mentioned that in one of your shows, like, the 25 almost seems easy, and if you don't get that, you're kind of just leaving it all on the table.
5: That's right.
0: Yeah. And that came out in the final tally, so, Mm -hmm. great job.
5: Well, thanks. I'm thrilled thrilled we got this trophy, this gorgeous trophy. Now, too I'm comfortable
0: sure. with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we have a case. Um, we have a nice uh, ballistic um, case. It's kind of like a Pelican, but it's a knockoff of a Pelican. So it'll go, it'll ride in that to Barber and we'll hand it off to Kevin and, you know, he can do with it what he may. He can ship it out to you or whatever. Like I said, it's got a nice case. You can ship it around if you want to.
5: Well, pictures will be good.
0: Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. It's heavy. Man, it is heavy. <laughs> you're not expecting it. When you grab that and you pick it up, it, it, it'll give you a tug you're not expecting. Because you're like, well, it's two pistons, a couple of connecting rods. I mean, how heavy can it be? And then you're like, oh, oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be
2: like, uh, I, I told you to make it like uh, Thor's hammer.
5: <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the inspiration.
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: Wow. Oh. There's probably some kind of a subliminal connection with those of us who ride harley's uh
0: well, it's just what was available honestly, so we yeah, this guy is along natalie 's mail route, and she just she knew he had some bikes and said, "Do you have any old parts laying around? Turns out he has a lot of old Harleys, so guess what <laughs> we got <Yeah>. Harley parts
1: <laughs> yeah and then the the stator just came from the dealership where I bought my spider from. Yeah, uh, they had in the parts section had uh, a display of um, old parts or stuff, and Natalie said bought these parts, and the guy was they were pretty cool about doing it. So shout out to those guys. At, uh and on the bottom of the, of the plate of the trophy is a plate, you know, uh, listing who gave us parts and who did work on it. And then my uh, my sister works for a welding company, so I took him over to them, and they welded it together for me in like thirty minutes.
5: That's great. That's
1: nice. Though. It's nice yeah. looking. I appreciate all y'all's
4: hard work.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
4: It
0: was a lot of fun. I mean, even just, you know, the stuff that we've had to do to just kind of keep things going and, you know, get the trophy and all that stuff and all the behind the scenes prep. It's still been fun. You know, despite all the work, it's still been a lot of fun. Oh, look at John. Oh, my God. If only Ted's going to see that, though. What's he doing? He's showing it to Ted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Because it'll be the last time Ted ever sees it. <laughs> oh, oh snap!
2: Oh, snap <laughs> <laughs>
4: Look
0: at John; he can't even hold it up. <laughs> damn! How Pretty much the cost to ship that thing? Wait! Don't ask me. Found That's out why it's on the
1: <laughs> We have not found <laughs> out yet. <laughs> That's why it's being going transferred to Alabama by the spider. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Is that going to fit in your trunk?
1: Uh, it's going to go in the back seat in the case. On the back. Oh, really? Yeah. It
3: won't fit in the trunk. Oh, you're putting oh
1: your, you're you putting your. Oh, it does fit in the trunk. Oh yeah, but you're putting your luggage in the trunk. Yes.
3: Clothing and whatever. Okay. Yes.
4: You're not bringing uh, any luggage. It's all beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Kevin, you're picking up the beer tab. I heard.
4: No, yeah, no not. Be, right. <laughs> now, this was not a cash prize, so that will not be happening.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> not yet. We're, we're working on that for next time some type of sponsor or, you know, somebody that can give us some some sort of prize. I mean, the trophy is really cool, but it'd be nice to get a prize to go along with it, too.
5: So do, so do we want to talk about what we liked about uh, the, the um, competition? Yeah,
0: that's where I was going to go next. So I wanted to, since Kevin said you logged a lot of commute miles, so I was wondering what your kind of your most memorable ride was or, you know, where's the coolest place you went? Or maybe it's just a particular ride where you you really enjoyed it. You know, what was the highlight for you in all of your riding? Yeah. The,
4: the the best ride for me was uh, the uh, first ride I took with my neighbor on his sc 10 We started off the ride, and and I really didn't know. I, I He just said, where you want to go? And I was like, I don't care as long as it's a ton of miles. And he's been on some of these roads up a little bit north that I haven't been on. I've always gone around them on other routes. But I haven't been on this exact route. He's like, well, I've got one that we can go on to, and I can get us up into this town. And I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll show you some roads coming back. So we were switching positions the whole time, me showing him how to get someplace and then him taking over and getting to another place and me taking over. And and what was really cool about the ride itself was it started off overcast. It rained on us for about an hour. And then we kind of went around the thunderstorm and the humidity just seemed to get sucked up into the thunderstorm. I got really cool. It was a, it turned out to be a nice ride for the, the remaining two hours. And we ended it just on some awesome roads that I'd forgotten about. I'm actually flying down one road, and it just kind of see it pass by, I slam on the brakes, we turn on it. And uh, it kind of leads back to where we both live. And it just, it was like the perfect ending to a day of riding. Just the conditions, the, the type of road I was on, the way the bike felt, just everything that day felt right. Uh, you know, even though I was riding in the rain and I went crazy about it, everything that day just kind of, when I look back on it, was just like that's a ride that just encompassed motorcycle riding as a whole.
5: Mm. That sounds great. Yeah, I think I think for me, I uh, I had a lot of memorable rides to tell the truth, and I I really enjoyed posting them on ESR. You know, and putting up some pictures. But I think the ride for me that uh, stood out was the was the poker run I did um, that was sponsored by the Sonoma um, Hog Group, and uh, we went up the coast, uh, Highway One, and then when we got to Stewarts Point, we went inland. The coast ride was was quite challenging, a lot of curves, you know, sharp turns and ups and downs, and gorgeous views. And then when we uh, we got to Stewart's Point, we went inland and we did this uh, Stewart's Point Skaggs Spring Road, which is just fantastic. It's this really uh, winding narrow road. At, at times, it didn't even have a center line. You know, there was two way traffic with no center line, and it went up and down and sideways, and you know, it was uh, just gorgeous and challenging. And uh, then we ended up at Lake Sonoma. Uh, which was really a perfect place to, to end the ride and to to have some uh, lunch. So nice. that for me was yeah. outstanding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of watched some of your posts and that was the second mm-hmm. goal of the challenge was to, to share our experience and kind of grow, you know, grow the general listener base for all shows and, you know, kind of the rising tide raises all the ships, right? Everyone that's participating, we're all out there getting our names out there. People are cross pollinating amongst the shows and, and it's pretty neat, so I, I enjoyed those posts. So thanks for that, Larry. No, my pleasure. All right, Ted, your most memorable ride—and let me guess, did it involve pizza or no? Nope. It was chicken wings.
3: Oh, no. uh, you know, I think we—my brothers and I—we did uh, one long ride together. It, it worked out to be pretty close to 150 miles. It was a nice ride, but for me, the most memorable rides and the most enjoyable rides I had were the ones that. Uh, I did on the nights that we had a podcast or the nights where I was driving back from up north and I was doing most of my riding was at night. It was on a a slab highway the whole way, but the temperatures were beautiful and the traffic, there was hardly any traffic on the road. Just to be able to open the bike up, do 75 and just no traffic and just kick back with my feet up on the pegs. Those were the most memorable rides for me. Hmm. Just wish there was more rides like that. But uh, we don't get a lot of that uh, single lane, no traffic roads here in Jersey. You have to really hunt those out. Hmm. You have to get into Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, yeah. Ted, come, you come
5: <laughs> on out to California.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen.
1: Come to North Carolina.
3: Come out and get the trophy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, if you win in May, you know, you can go out there and or at least meet him halfway, right?
5: Yeah, well. Mis- Missouri.
3: I'll be in Utah in May, actually. Ah, there you go for a week out there.
5: Well, something could be arranged. Yeah,
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, oops, sorry. I was just gonna say. Now, Mr. Hogan, he didn't have a chance to ride for the challenge, but Thank I wanted, to, I wanted to just get his take from afar. You know, what what was your kind of your feeling, or what did you think worked well with the whole challenge, other than Kevin and Larry riding like fools and kicking our butts? <laughs>
2: I think from, from the back end just seeing all the emails flying, all the shit talking going back and forth from all the teams. <laughs> so that was kind of fun and entertaining to see. And um and ultimately I, I wanted to hear the stories uh of, of of tonight. Just hearing, you know, the experience, uh on the different roads, the different routes, anything new, uh, just the, the different locations that uh they may have found that they you know May have forgotten about, or, or or a new route they found that they can maybe go on the next round, you know, on their next trips or whatever. But uh, just to hear that and uh, hear the excitement, and enthusiasm about uh, about the the competition and the like I said, the, all the camaraderie that came out of it, the cross pollination was really good, and it's just you know overall. it, it, it uh, hope, hopefully all of our listeners will can appreciate and really take away and maybe give us, give us all some insight of what we can do next time to even improve it. Agreed. So we can and make sure that we include that in our, in our next uh, episodes.
0: Agree. Yeah. yeah, it was nice Absolutely. some of the feedback we got either from listener email or uh, from the patron group, which has given us no end of grief for our <laughs> lack of miles, but <laughs> But yeah, it's been neat to hear some of the same comments on, on both shows. So I know the things that worked or the things that we got right, people liked, and the things that we didn't, we certainly heard about it. So we're taking all that into consideration for the next one.
5: Yeah, I really love the fact that it uh, it's kind of pulled us together as a sort of a super group, and um, I think that's really cool.
3: You know, it's a community. You know, we, we're all in this together. We're all doing the same thing, and we're for the same purpose. So, this is a method of supporting what we do for each other.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, that you're exactly right. We've we've talked offline quite a bit amongst the different shows, and it it was nice to have something more to talk about in terms of writing, and not just you know, well, what are we doing for audio editing, and you know, some of the boring, more boring podcasting stuff. It was nice to talk about writing more for a change that was nice
4: oh yeah oh yeah you know it's funny because i was sitting there listening to the pace when they aired their show and they had on steve from um cafe racer and they you know steve went on his um first ride up the divide and they had out one of the um oh uh, my his name just escaped me who it was from uh one of the other podcasts come out and um You know, it's kind of like you got those shows that kind of banded together because they all came out around the same time and and did learning and and everything in their environment. And then we kind of did the same thing, you know, within a year of just about a year of everybody launching. We kind of banded together, and and I, I think it's been good for every show to to be able to do that. I mean, heck, Ted's going to come over and help me on Tuesday, so you know he, we we help out each other when we can, and it's great to to have that kind of camaraderie.
3: Absolutely, yep. I guess in in the future events. Uh, speaking of the future of this challenge, uh, I guess this is where we ask ourselves. How many of the other podcasts, or are we going to include any other podcasts in the challenge? Are we going to open that up to them? Yeah, that's part of the, I guess,
0: part of the decision making. You know, we decide if we're going to allow more in, how many. Um, we'll have to put a some sort of limit on it. I don't think we want to make it a complete free-for-all, but but yeah, I think certainly we want to broaden it out a little bit. Kind of, you know, more kids in the pool makes it more fun, right? Oh, yeah. a little, Until the pool gets full and the water that. spills over <laughs>
5: Well, I thought we were going to talk about uh, the changes or the uh, improvements we wanted to make on a different uh, show. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the big
5: roundtable for sure. Right. For sure. So, so I, I just wanted to say that the that the other part of it was that um, I uh, uh, t- towards the end I was really kind of riding just to get the miles. I, I my, my wife was having some health problems, and I had less time. And so I was kind of just jumping on the freeway when there was no traffic and zipping up and down just to get the miles and I think mm-hmm. that it would, it would be good to um, figure out a way i think to you know um, make that part that less um, rewarding
1: I know? think with the talk that we have and we'll present it or ideas at the next at the round table, I think uh, with rich and i we've talked, and I think we have some ways to correct that and and i think larry you nailed it on the head and when i went the first week and i said this is like a chore and you know you kind of you know that's kind of one of those things i had to get out to it right. and uh to kind of give um to to kind of interact with what i got to find out in north carolina my little experience is number one i would say that the challenge um helped me get miles and comfortable riding a bike you know 2500 miles in less than you know, I I looked at a speedometer today. It's an odometer, it's fifty four hundred miles on the bike in four months. So to be new, it really helped me out by getting out and riding um, that I've never, you know, something new. Get me out and ride, and that I probably wouldn't have done. And then the other thing I have to say is finding some interesting roads in North Carolina, in the central, you know, North Carolina area. I found some really cool roads, back roads to take. Um, and then I guess. Kind of go back and lean. One of my memorable rides was I met up with one of our uh, fellow Vive bloggers and went up to Clarksville, Virginia one day to a little deli and had a nice ride with him. And that was that was a pretty awesome ride. So and then I think Rich and I met up one day. So that was kind of cool to meet up with Rich and have lunch. So (laughs) yeah, that was one of my
0: favorite rides was was meeting up with John. And I I think we've mentioned this to everyone before, but I've known John like twenty one, twenty two years. And this summer was the first time we did like a meet in the middle sort of event. You know, just, we purely just met up to have lunch, had a drink, went on about, went on about our way. And historically we've not done that. You know, if we were going to hang out, I would go all the way to John's house and stay overnight or something like that or vice versa. But this is the first time we've just met in the middle, had a bite and then parted. So the, the bikes and the challenge have, have brought us together. Because now, you know, we have more in common with the bikes and then we needed the mileage, so <laughs> it's a good place to ride to.
5: Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, the other thing I would say is that uh, even with the routine rides up and down the freeway, I, I love to ride. I just love the feeling, the you know, being out there uh, with the wind and the, the road, and I just love to ride. So uh, for me, uh, doing all this riding really got, as John was saying, got me more familiar with my bike. I had, you know, just got the uh, switchback a few months ago, and uh, doing all this riding really made me much more comfortable on the bike.
0: Indeed. Yeah, and it's funny, my best ride was also on the interstate. I just, it was one of those days I needed a therapy ride, long couple of days at work, and I'm like, I just need to go out and beat this horse for a while. And after about 60 miles on the interstate, I was sort of, you know, hitting that place of zen where the bike usually takes you, but there was just a little extra edge that needed to be filed off, so I whipped into the uh, airport overlook, and that finished mm-hmm. it off. That was beautiful, and I yeah, I, yeah, I did a video of that. The, my night ride through the city It was awesome. John, John with his empty bottle of <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is that how you get through the
1: show, John? <laughs> yeah, it does sometimes.
3: I think That's for. Always- us uh, so over here at the Motorcycle Man, I think one of the, the challenge that we had, uh, well, for me personally, August is a, a difficult month for me because that's, uh, as you know, I do the wildlife rehabilitation thing, and August is our release month. So I missed three weekends, uh, four, uh, pro- I think probably eight days I missed because I, I was up in upstate New York and I didn't have my bike. Uh, and plus I had four gigs with the band this month, and of course on those days I can't ride. So yeah. I missed that on that. Uh uh Chris rode every day just about, I think, but all of his mileages were, you know, two, Eight, three, six. You know, you know, <laughs> like, way to go guy.
5: But which was which was double and triple what Tim was doing, right? Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um well uh, Tim, like I said, he's uh he's gonna be uh selling his bike and going to something a little more manageable for himself, something that he can feel a little more confident with. He doesn't he hasn't liked to ride by himself. Uh, and that's, and that's, that's a confidence thing based on the size of his bike. Yeah. So, and I think that that was his deterrent for not riding. I was going out riding, not because I was trying to get mileage for the just Cause I like to ride. Um, and I was always seeking opportunities to ride, but most of the time those opportunities just were, you know, fleeting at best, you know, being unemployed, you, you end up with more chores than you ever thought you'd have. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I've I had my moments where I like, just like what Rich said, you just you just need that time where you feel you need to get in the saddle and just uh, air out the brain, you know. And I had a couple of those times, and they were great.
5: Yeah, so, so I would say, on, on the whole, for me, the uh, challenge had all sorts of advantages. Uh, there very few drawbacks, you know, except you know, I, as I mentioned, occasionally it became a little bit uh, more tedious. But even then. Since I love riding, even if I was riding at eleven thirty at night to get my twenty-five miles in, I, you know, I still enjoyed it. And once I was out there and doing it, I still enjoyed it. Uh,
3: Very cool. So, so, Larry, when you're when you're riding out in uh, in your area, you're in California. Is mm-hmm. and I've never been there, and I've never ridden there, so I wouldn't know. But. Um, are the are the nights a little different than riding in the day? Because, like here on the East Coast, here in Jersey, when you ride at night, it's a totally different uh, feeling because there that congestion and that traffic and that heat isn't there. And is it the same for you out there in California? Uh,
5: to a degree, we don't ha- uh in in the Bay Area where I live, which is near the coast. Even even during the day, the heat is not terribly oppressive. Oh, okay. Um, So that's, that's one thing. the traffic, however, is some of the worst in the country. So, uh, riding at night does avoid traffic on the, uh, on the freeways, but I have the option of taking side roads and riding through the country. I I can ride right by George Lucas's ranch, uh, in, in, you know, in, uh, in, um, uh, San Rafael and, and so, I can just take these country roads and coastal roads and avoid the freeways entirely, but it takes time, and so if i don 't have time, yeah the, you know the freeway is the way I go. but if I have some time, and which I did on many of the rides that I did by myself, I took all of these meandering country roads and and up up highway one, and I always enjoy that and I took some pictures which I posted uh, of some of those rides. Uh, you, you can't, you know, you can't lose doing those rides. Right.
0: That was one of my big challenges was, you know, being a guy who works from home. If, if I had a commute per se, it would be sort of taking the kids somewhere, you know, summer camp or preschool or even school now that we're back in session. So rides for me were lunch rides, which were just miserable because we're real close to the downtown area of Charlotte. Pizza. So yeah, so pizza ride, my favorite pizza place is like 1.6 miles from the house. (laughs) That's not much of a ride. (laughs) So, you know, I'd get a frustrating lunch ride, but then at night we have a nice uh, loop road that goes around the city. So I would take like half the loop, find some place to stop, or if I really needed miles or really needed, like I said, the therapy ride, I would just do a full loop and it's about 70 miles from, you know, if I make a full outer loop, if I do an inner loop, it's 68 miles. Which I thought was pretty interesting. It's two miles shorter if you take the inner loop on on the ring road. So that was neat.
5: So, so, so one of the things that I uh, one of the problems for me in doing night rides, particularly on these uh, country roads or even up the coast, is wildlife, because we have a ton of you know deer and raccoons and skunks. Raccoons. What was that and, said? I said raccoons rock. Oh not not a, not if they they're crossing the road when you're riding up it but uh so so i i'm i'm you know more hesitant about riding of so the rural roads when at night and i'd rather just sort of ride on the freeway
4: yeah, yeah i mean we i think ridge kind of shares what what riding is in the south i mean it's at nighttime it's it's still humid it's still hot um it's just not quite as bad, and you don't have the sun beating on you. So you get a little bit of re- relief there, but the oppression for the humidity is still hanging around. Yeah. And, and by the time you take, okay, if, I, if I'm on the interstate, well, that's just boring. If if I get off the interstate, then I'm attacked by every bug in creation.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, and you have to, I mean, you know, deer in this area is, is a, a real big problem. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got to watch out for that. You've got to watch out for... Uh, all all sorts of wildlife, and it, I mean, I rode at night several times. Three of them intentionally, like, okay, I'm going out to ride. Others were, okay, I'm going to go out, and I just ended up tooling around wherever I went for a while and came back in the dark, uh, or or stopped for a prolonged meal or something. Um, and, and and a lot of that was just at the beginning of the challenge that I did that. And, and one night I went out here just to kind of clear my head after a bad day at work, just not really thinking about the, the competition, just riding for what riding is for, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah, nighttime riding is not necessarily my favorite, especially with a fixed fairing bike.
0: Mm. Yeah. You're totally, totally right on the temperature. It's, it's rough to go, to go out at eight thirty nine, even, closer to midnight and it'd still be 80 plus and humid. You, you just don't have the sun on you, but it's just as hot. You sweat just as much. And like you said, you pick up bugs, you know, once your windshield and everything gets covered, you can't see. And then you open your visor, then you take them in the face. So it's like, <laughs> you can't, we can't win.
4: <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest, August, is, the last half of July and August is usually my lower mileage Points. It's usually when I ride the least, Uh, and then I start picking up about now. And as as temperatures kind of start creeping down out of the nineties, back into the eighties, I start, you know, getting back on the bike and and riding more traditionally. uh, This year's obviously a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it started to turn for us just a little bit last week. So it's I wouldn't say it's cool, but it's now less hot. So September. Or maybe even October would be a nice month to do this again. Yeah. And so, go ahead, Rico. So,
2: so out in California, with there being such a drought, there are no bugs because they're all dehydrated and dead by the road, right, Larry?
5: <laughs> well, uh, good—that's th- a good thought, Rico. But actually, uh, we don't have that many bugs because we're hmm. in a se- we're in a semi-arid climate and we are near the coast. And consequently, uh, there actually are very few bugs. Uh, When I ride it, even at night, I don't get a whole lot of splatter.
3: Spiders? John? Yes, sir. (laughs) Spiders are awesome.
0: Splatter. (laughs)
3: Spiders.
5: (laughs) You know, and the the temperatures at night, of course, are are quite cool. You know, they're they're in the uh, high 50s, low 60s. Um, and during the day, it varies. Where where I start out in Mill Valley, I'll start out at sixty five, and by the time I get up, say to Novato or Petaluma, it's up to eighty five or ninety. Wow! Oh, wow. but it, but it's but it's not humid. I I really really uh, sympathize with you guys about yeah. the humidity. That's terrible. Yeah, I could I could do without that. Around here, it's it's a, it's oppressive.
4: Yeah, of course.
1: It's turn to cool off this weekend, supposed to drop down to the 80s.
4: We've got one day in the 80s coming up. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure when that is. It's marking his calendar. <laughs> I will I'm I'm not joking. I actually do. I will like look at the weekend forecast and I'll tell my wife this day I'm riding at least 3 hours. Plan or let's plan around it. Um So yeah, I mean I've got yeah, eighty-seven on Friday, and that's it. Mm.
0: Everything
4: else is back up in the nineties for the next. while. And then on the thirteenth, eighty-four. So, yeah,
5: yeah. I, I've, I've I've ridden in one hundred and five when it's dry, and okay. I'd rather do I'd rather do one hundred and five and dry than eighty-five and humid. Oh yeah, any day, any day. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right gentlemen well let's do let's do one more round or sorry let's go once more around the table you can offer our offer your final congrats or one more positive comment. Uh, it's totally up to you so Ted from the motorcycle man
3: I'll let you go first. Well I'd like to congratulate uh, Kevin and Larry. you guys did a, an absolutely fantastic job. Uh, you were unbeatable. And also wanna say that I am I definitely look forward to the next challenge and I hope that we can all uh certainly get in more riding and uh hopefully get more people involved. Very nice. John?
1: Yeah, congratulations guys. You know, Kevin and Larry, you gave us a run for our money. Um those few days I missed kinda of hurt me, but you know, hey. Okay. Um but yeah, good good job guys and yeah, it was fun getting out and riding and I'm all pumped for the next one. I think it's going to be more exciting, so... Very nice. Mr. Hogan.
2: Well, as I sit here and and realize that I'm going to have to put the Loud Pipes team through a little therapy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice, Rico.
2: As they sit here and lick their wounds, uh, I think uh, next time it's going to be more of a challenge because uh, hopefully I'll be able to participate and you know how I like to ride long miles. So we'll, it's going to be interesting next time around. So, uh, just get ready, get your iron butts in place and, uh, let's, let's get ready to ride a little bit longer.
0: Get all your trophy pictures out of the way.
5: <laughs> well, well, said Rico.
0: Well, yeah, I'll offer my congratulations to both Kevin and Larry. Like I said, you guys did exactly what was needed riding every day, riding, as much as possible, and collecting uh, most points, so most miles and most points. So job well done. And I will just that—that's it for my positive notes. And I'll just turn the floor over to Larry and then Kevin to shut it down for us. Larry,
5: all right. Well, from my point of view, I uh, have to say that I thought the competition on the whole was just a lot of fun. Uh, it was really uh, something that brought, brought people together. I felt that it generated some interest in our listeners and um, it was a blast for me and, um, and Kevin and I'm looking forward to the next competition and Rico, I know that you will be a formidable opponent. So, you know, let's go for it on the next round.
0: All right. Awesome. And Kevin, you have the floor for the final time.
4: I, uh, I just want to say thanks to Loud Pipes and Motorcycle Man. Um, the camaraderie that, that has been grown just during the competition uh, with us leading up to Barbara and other things has been great. It's, it's helped push to keep riding, to just you know keep the competition going. I also want to uh, say thank you to every one of our listeners on all three shows for your comments, your feedback, and your support for all the shows, not just ours, but for all the shows, uh, to kind of push the ones that you kind of wanted to to, to be in the lead on and, and encourage us to, to get out there and ride. Um, you know, without you guys listening, we wouldn't have shows to be able to do these kind of fun things. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you to Larry for helping, helping keep us up there as well and uh, to – loud pipes guys for organizing and John specifically for the work he did on tallying and kind of being the, the gatekeeper here and the trophy, uh, all the hard work you guys put in, you know, if you, maybe if you weren't putting so much time into all that, you, you could have got some, to activity. be writing. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. uh yeah. Just, just thanks to everybody else that have participated and And I appreciate you guys transporting that thing down here in the next month.
1: Our pleasure. Yeah, no problem, man.
0: Yeah, thank well you. well said. I echo all of that. And, and just one more one more shout out and call to action. I do want to thank the folks at Eat Sleep Ride for helping us out with, with the tracking and some of the social pieces and getting us the stats daily. I know it didn't work for everyone, but they did go out of their way to provide that data. So I wanted to thank them for that. Excellent. A- and lastly, yeah. if anyone is interested in following the next challenge, check out the website. Um, as you've known all along, that's MotorcyclePodcastersChallenge.com. We'll be posting periodic updates there in terms of what the next challenge will be. We think probably May of 2017. That's not locked just yet, but that's the ideas for now. So, okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, gentlemen. Congrats again, Throttled. Congrats. Thank you. All right. Thank take you. care, everyone.